Hello, welcome to this another edition of Words from the Word of God. Thank you so much for joining me today. As we enter into the Word of God today, I'd like to refer back to the book of Acts chapters 1 and 2. Uh, and I want to bring out some points here that are very important and I think significant today. And I want to speak uh, toward and to and toward the uh, body of Christ today, the church. I'm not referring to denominations. I'm not referring to uh, my, my appeal today from my heart and from the word of God is there for our unity. This is something that the hearts of the apostles as they were yielded to Christ and yielded to the power of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit flowed through them and, and set their hearts on fire. Uh, and they went out and they were sent out with the message of the gospel to win the world, win the known world at that time to Christ, that they might be born again and receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, which was poured out that day at Pentecost. From the birth of the church, or from before the birth of the church, they had something that the church greatly lacks today, and that is unity. Unity. Scripture over and over and over and over again calls us to have spiritual unity, spiritual unity. And this began at the birth of the church, even before the birth of the church, because after they had received the commission, I refer to Mark chapter 16, verse 15, where Jesus said, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And I refer to Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he says, But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto men both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And then we know verses 9 through 11, he was ascended into heaven. And then it says then, uh, verse uh, 12, he says, Then return they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day journey. And when they were come in, they went up into the upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew and Philip. Thomas, and Bartholomew, and Matthew, J uh, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, Zelotus, and Judas, the brother of James. I want you to listen to the first part of verse 14. These all continued with one accord, with one accord, in prayer and supplication. In prayer and supplication, but the phrase I want to focus on for today's message and the unity of the body is one accord. This is the, you know, you've heard me talk about the themes that are throughout present and prominent throughout the book of Acts, and that's the preaching of the grace of God, the gospel of the grace of God, the gospel of Christ, uh, you know, how hearts were stirred up by the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit in the person and presence of Christ uh, coming into hearts. Uh, but the, the hearts that were unified to begin with were the apostles and the the followers and believers of Christ, because it says they were about 120 who were in this prayer, 10 day prayer meeting, as, as it's been said. Uh, and I want to look at this now. 
when the day of Pentecost was come, let's look at verse 1 of chapter 2. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Did you hear it again? They were all in one accord in one place. Then if we turn over to verse uh, 43 now, uh, let's look at verse 42. And we know that uh, the 3,000 had come to faith in Christ and the, the Spirit was poured out this day at Pentecost. Uh, you know, and it was people received Christ by faith and they repented of their sins and they received the remission of their sins and they were baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And it was a total of 3,000. They received the gift of the Holy Spirit. But let's look at this right here, verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship in blessing of bread that means they were partaking of the lord's supper and listen again in prayers you notice that goes along with the one accord in prayers that means they're yielding to the power of the holy spirit in the presence of christ in their life they're yielding to god in prayer they're seeking the spirit to guide them by his power. And by his power, he brought unity into the body of Christ this day. And this is where the church was born. And this is what they had that we don't have today. It's very important that we see this because of denominations, because of disagreements over which Bible version of the Bible is the closest to the original text. Because of we argue over interpretation of Scripture of all things. We stand in arms against each other. Folks, we are so divided on every front today. When we, if I, I heard Pastor Coleman speaking in his last message that we, we broadcasted here on Words from the Word of God on Acts chapter 19, and he said that we should live lives as a good soldier for Christ, yielded to the Spirit, and yielded to Christ. Well, if we do that, the Scripture tells us that we are to be in one accord because the Spirit brings unity. He doesn't bring division. If you notice the Godhead, the eternal Godhead, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, they are one, three in one, but they are not divided. They're three persons in one spirit. And that is what Christ wants for his body. That is what God wants for Christ's body because he has established it in his word and when we don't follow his word and we don't pray enough and we want to be divided on every front including denominations and everything else and we want to have this and we want to have that and we believe this and y'all don't believe that so we don't want to get along with y'all you know, the world's looking in on this and seeing all this division, and they're wondering why in the world would they want Christ when they see us arguing and fighting and infighting and outfighting, and we have no unity. Because unity brings, division brings about hostility. And I am not speaking in anger today. I'm just trying to pull, pull out the truth of the Word of God and what we need to be convicted of in our hearts as believers. Born again believers, if you are yielded to the Spirit and you're yielded to Christ, you will throw away all the man-made barriers and stand up together with your brothers and sisters in Christ in spiritual unity. 
spiritual unity. Let's read the rest of this. Verse 43, And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles, and all they believed were together. Together, you hear that? And had all things common. Listen to the rest of it. And sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily, listen, with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Folks, these 12 men were sent out, and these believers were sent out into the known world at the time, and they set the apostles mainly in unity and one accord. Of the, and I'm talking about spiritual unity. I'm not talking about an outward unity. That, that was present, yes, because the Spirit was working, but the Spirit brought the, the spiritual unity, the unity of peace, the unity of the bond of peace. And that's what the Spirit does to our hearts when we yield to Him and we yield to Christ fully. We It brings us together. It doesn't separate us. Our man-made differences separate us. Not that's We're not following God when we're divided. Do you understand that? That is scriptural. That is that is stated in the Word of God. If you don't believe me, listen to this. The Word of God tells us in Galatians. I want to turn over there right quick. You have your Bibles, turn over there with me because this is prominent right here. Galatians chapter 3. Give me just a second to turn there. I want you to listen to this. For ye are the children... Verse 26, for you are the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Did you hear that? You are the children of God. That means if we're children of God, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. Okay, we're part of his family. For as many as you have, as, excuse me, for as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Listen to verse 28 and 29 closely. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all, did you hear this? Now I want you to listen closely. One in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20, down through verse 23, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. And listen, I want you to listen close to verse 22 and 23. And hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the what? Church. Which is what? His body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Do you realize that in Christ, he is the fullness of the, 
his body. He is the head of the body. And as Paul says in Corinthians, uh, that we are many members but one body. The foot cannot say to the to the head or the hand, I don't need you. If you cut your hand off, you'll bleed to death. It, you know, your body will die. So that's what happens when we're divided. You know, we can't cut our head off, you know, because our feet don't agree with it because we wouldn't live. Without the brain, we couldn't function. Without the hands, we couldn't function. Without our feet, we couldn't function. Uh, folks, we need each other. We need to stand together in unity in Christ. In Christ. We are one body. Why? And I ask you to ask this question in your heart. Ask yourselves this question in your heart. Truly yielded to Christ and the Holy Spirit in your heart. I want you to ask this question today. Am I standing together with my brothers and sisters in unity, in spiritual unity? Not just an outward show, but a spiritual unity completely yielded to Christ and the Holy Spirit and yielded to God. By the person and presence of Christ, by the power of Spirit, by the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. If that question, the answer to that question in your heart is no, then you need to pray. You need to pray today. I need to pray today that you and I will throw away these man-made differences and stand together in the unified body of Christ once again. Twelve men <laughs> established the church. And it has grown to what it is today. Now, I realize as the leaven was in the bread, uh, there's, there's evil in the church and there's things that we don't need to accept. Of course, if it's contrary to the scriptures, so certainly in the truth of God's word, we will not accept it. We can't accept it. We don't need to accept it. We need to try everything by the spirit. That's being led by the spirit. But if we are in Christ, we have received him by faith. What did Paul say there in Galatians chapter 3? Let's read that again. I want to get this home to into the hearts of all born-again believers. For ye are all the children of God. That means we're the sons and daughters of the Most High God by our faith in Christ Jesus. For all, or as many of, as of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. That means that we're no longer us. We put on Christ. He is in control. When we yield to him, when we yield to the spirit, he takes control. So we put pride out of the way. We put uh, pride and pomp and circumstance out of the way. We become completely the Holy Spirit indwells us to make us like him, to make us like who we have faith in, Jesus Christ. God would have us to be conformed to his image. And when we're divided, we are certainly not being conformed to his image. What does he go on to say here? What's the word of God going to tell us? There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. There is, for ye are all, and this is, this is scripture right here, brothers and sisters, ye are all one in Christ Jesus. If that statement alone right there tells us that we as the apostles in the, in the beginning of the church were unified in the spirit, this right here tells us and gives us the instruction that we are to do the same. And if we would only do this, can you imagine what how 12 men set the world on fire for Christ? 
the the born again believers, according to a study in 2022, represent 63 percent of the population of the United States. Can you imagine the voice that we would have if we would stand together in spiritual unity and yielded to Christ, fully yielded to God and Christ, and through the power of the Holy Spirit, yielded to His spiritual unity? <laughs> Can you imagine what we could do? Set the world on fire. Listen to the last verse. And if ye be in Christ, then ye are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Paul said, wrote there, and the word of God tells us in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in all, blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Uh, you know, Paul goes on to tell us the spiritual richness that we have there in the book of Ephesians, first three chapters. But when he goes to chapter four, we'll read this and I'll close. He says right here, this is how we are to live in the knowledge of the spiritual blessings of the first three chapters of the book of Ephesians. And I, I bid you to go and read those riches there. And it speaks of riches and, and being rich of the spiritual things of God and what a blessing that is. But it's in Christ. But he said right here, because of that, listen to this, because of that, he says, I, verse 1 of chapter 4, tells us that Paul goes on to tell us from 4 to 6 how we are to live according to what our knowledge of what we have in Christ. In the first three chapters, he says, I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech ye that ye walk worthy of your vocation wherewith ye are called with all lowliness and meekness and longsuffering for bearing one another in love. Did you hear that? We're bearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the, the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. He says in verse four, there is one body, one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. The fa and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. But unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended on high, we'll stop right there in verse 7. He says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. But listen to that. One one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in you all. One. There is no division in one. I call every born-again believer today to search your heart and ask yourself today, yielding completely to the the person and presence of Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit. Ask yourself truly, are you standing in unity with your brothers and sisters in Christ? I will allow and I ask the Lord, my prayer is today that he would deal with our hearts on this and we would get together and start standing in unity. Reach out, reach out to each other in faith, in the unit bond of unity, the bond of peace, the spirit and the oneness of the spirit the spiritual unity that was brought there when the church was born. And my prayer is that it would once again be attained as we obey the word of God. Thank you so much for joining me. I look forward to the next time we can share in a word from the word of God. God bless.